Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's the PIAA District 3 Basketball Playoffs. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at PennStateHealth.org and the new Birdies Inn where there's always something new at the old inn. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers, Mr. Vacation, Darren Ziner, and Alex's dad, Ian Kelsey. That was the best we could do, <laughs> vacation guy? No, Mr. Vacation. Oh, sorry, my bad. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles Varsity Boys Basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network, brought to you by Jerry Gelliff Media. After that wonderful opening, we will get everything started after these messages. As you have been all season long, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. 2255. Oli Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Oli Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Oli Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Oli. On the web at olivalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Hello, sports fans. He's Ian Kelsey. I'm Darren Ziner. Of course, Jerry Gellif, our producer. Happy President's Day to all of you, and I suppose it's a happy day, only if you didn't have to work. If you did, so be it for that. We tried. Tonight, it's a basketball special, the first round of the District 3 Class 5A playoffs, featuring your Exeter Eagles against the Shippen... Chippensburg Greyhounds. Yeah, there's a mouthful for you. Ian, Burke's two champs for the first time since the 83-84 season. Literally a few minutes away from a county championship. The sports renaissance rolls on here at Exeter through the basketball team. The basketball team, they had a little setback on Friday. So hopefully tonight they can have a bounce back game. Uh, Like you said, they had only a few minutes to win that county championship and they just made it just slip right through their fingers. Congratulations to Exeter head coach Matt Ashcroft on being named coach of the year. They are at 
win number 19, Ian. If they get number 20 this evening, they have their first 20-win season since the 83-84 basketball season. So quite an impressive accomplishment for this basketball team this year. The team has been playing very well all season, and their defense has been carrying them. Their offense has been very, very steady with every one of them contributing on the offensive end. So I think they should have a good bounce back game tonight. I put all this information regarding the Reading loss in my information, and I've just decided, you know what? We're moving on with a more positive vibe. We know what happens there, the 70-63 game. If it wouldn't have been for the last four and a half minutes of that game, Exeter would have that county championship. But let's talk about them right now. They're led by Anthony Cachese in the scoring column, 12.8 points per game. He's followed by Reese Garvin at 11 and an interesting turn of events here. Reese got injured during that county championship game so the Eagles are going to have to find a way as they have been, not as if they can't do it, but as far as that balanced scoring that we always talk about. Exactly, um, Darren. Uh, with Reese being out, that's a big part of their offense that he's been doing defensively and offensively all season and now him being out someone is going to have to step up and fill that role. And those individuals will be Kevin Sens. He's averaging a shade under 11. Zion Paschal, his offense has come alive as of late. He is at 9.8 now. Teddy Snyder, 7.6. Alex Kelsey, just under 5. Exeter averages 61 points on offense. They only give up 46.7. And with Shippensburg this evening, their freshman will lead them. Cole Turn. Zion will have his work cut out for him, but we know he's up to the task. Well, he's always up to the task, and I think that even though Reese is out, I think that our defense is still a solid part of our game that was going to carry us tonight. And if we turn them over, it's going to be a big deal for the Eagles tonight. Shippensburg's coached by Rick Lewis. He's in his first year with the Greyhounds, and this has been a rebuilding year for them. One year ago, they went 21-5 and overall. They ultimately lost to Lampeter Stroudsburg in the District 3 Finals. Lost a lot of talent to graduation. This year, a different story. They'll start, in all probability, two seniors, two juniors, and the freshman, Cole Turn. But what I've seen on video, Ian, is that they don't have a lot of inside presence. They'll look to drive the lane, kick it outside for threes, which they can hit. Yeah, if, well, if, if Exeter keep on playing the way that they've been playing with a solid defense, interior defense, and covering the outside like they've been doing all season, I think they're going to have a hard time him getting off, um, turn getting off tonight. The clock winding down. Final huddles have taken place. We are waiting for the starting five. And we'll let you know how that will turn out right now for the visiting Shippensburg Greyhounds. It'll be number one, Cole Turn. His fellow guard, number three, Trey Cater. The forwards will be number 10, Jackson Stout. Number 15, Mason Fogelsonger. And the center, number 30, Grayson Mahalchik. So they will read through, of course, that for Shippensburg right now. The starting five for Exeter. 
will be number one, Zion Paschal. Number three, Alex Kelsey. Number four, Kevin Sens. Number 14, Teddy Snyder. And of course, the big man in the middle, number 44, Anthony Cachese. Ian, expect to see a lot of him early and often. As long as they, they're patient and not trying to force the ball in the post, which they've tried to do numerous times during the season, I think he's going to have a very big game tonight. We've seen Teddy Snyder's three-point ball come alive as of late, so certainly look to see him put up a few. Here's Zion Paschal, of course, the defensive specialist, 20 points in the game against Redding, so certainly he came to play, gave Redding fits. He gave Redding a lot of fits, I'm like, and and he's just been locked in the last couple of games. I'm like really locked in. He had a great season, and he made counties, all counties this year. I'm like, he's playing really good basketball. So I'm excited to see him play again tonight. The starting fives have been announced, and we will go silent for the playing of our national anthem. Certainly, as you know as well, we, we talk about one of those catch games. They came out with such heart in the game against Redding, keeping that intensity in order to play tonight's game. That game only two days ago. Yeah, after a defeat like that, I'm hoping that uh, they're going to have a slow start tonight and just be ready to go because if you get a slow card against turn, it could be a problem for them. Quick shout out, MikeDragoSports.com, the absolute best sports outlet for all your Burks basketball info. Check it out, MikeDragoSports.com. We have Trey Cater, Anthony Cachese, they'll tip it off. Exeter in white, blue numbers, letters, and trim. Here's Cachese getting the tip to Teddy Snyder who goes in for the layup. Nicely done on the tip. His first bucket, it's two nothing, just like that Exeter. So here is Cole Turn, Zion Paschal on him. He almost gives it up, but he's able to corral it. They're in the offensive set. Here's Turn, he's trying to do anything on Paschal, but he bodies him up. 
They'll rotate the ball around three-point. Here is Mahalchik, who's trying to drive on Kachese. A soft floater in the lane from Jackson Stout, no good. Exeter with the rebound. Get it to Teddy Snyder for a three on the near side. On the left, no good. Two bounces off the rim. Rebounded by Mahalchik for the Greyhounds. Gets it to Cole Turn. He's trying to drive on Zion Paschal. Bounces it out. Ultimately run down by Cater. He plays catch with him in the far left. He and Turn. Mahalchik tries to drive on Kachese, nothing there. Give it back to Stout. He's trying to drive on Teddy Snyder, an eight-footer in the lane, and it bounces in. His first bucket on the night. They're gonna, have to, keep, they're gonna have to keep them out of the paint, not from driving, making this easy basket. 6.30 to go here in the first. We are tied at two. Exeter in the offensive set. Alex Kelsey plays catch with Kevin Sens. Tries to get a pass around to Zion Paschal. It's errant, though. As they try to come up, Alex Kelsey cuts the lane. They try to get a fast break going, but ultimately the Greyhounds intercept the pass. Here's a three from Stout. No good. Cole Turn gets the rebound. Goes in on the opposite side. Can't get it home. And Kevin sends with the rebound. There's another situation where Anthony Kajazi ultimately standing there, change turn shot. Here's Exeter in the offensive set. Kevin Sens gets it inside to Anthony Cachese. That's on the line. Ultimately from the back end, Trey Cater came over to block Cachese's shot. It goes out of bounds, so Exeter will inbound it to the left under their own basket. Zion Paschal will get it. He's looking, looking, gets it to Teddy Snyder who puts up a three near side and he drills it. Teddy Snyder with his first bucket on the night. Actually, his second, he had the opening layup. He's got all five for Exeter. Cole Turn trying to drive on Paschal, but he's able to knock the ball away. So it'll stay here with the Greyhounds. Well, as of right now, I see they're trying to get inside the paint. Oh, they inbound the ball to Stout. Alex Kelsey will be called for the push. That'll be his first. Mahalchik looking to bring it in. Gets it to Cater. Cater looks to drive on Sens. He's out of control. Ultimately travels on the right baseline. It'll be a turnover. It's Exeter ball. Alex Kelsey brings it up. Hands it off to Kevin Sens. Crossing midcourt now. Right to left. Hands it off to Zion Paschal. Ten feet beyond three. Dribbling right. Gets it inside to Kevin Sens. Brings it cross-court to Teddy Snyder, who thinks about a three, pulls it down. They rotate it to the right. Kevin sends for a three. No good. Rebounded by the Greyhounds. Cole Turn pushing it up court, looking to drive. Kelsey picks him up. Stout has it, looking to drive on Zion Paschal, but he shuts the lane down. Loose ball. Mahalchik finally corrals it, drives against Kachese, but he gets a paw up and blocks it. Got the rebound there. Hands it to Teddy Snyder. Alex Kelsey fires it to Kevin Sens, driving baseline. Goes under the basket to the opposite side. Can't get it, but Zion Paschal runs it down. Slows it down. Fire it to the left side. Here's a Teddy Snyder three, and he drills it. 
his third bucket on the night. He's got all eight for Exeter. It's 8-2 at the 4.15 mark of the first. Here's Cole Turn with a high pick. Mahalchik stops, spots for a three, no good. Alex Kelsey runs the rebound down, looking to force the issue, but Cole Turn picks him up. Ultimately, Kelsey loses the ball in his balance, and here is Trey Cater going the length of the floor, puts it off the glass and scores. 8-4 Exeter, 3.45 to go here in the first. Kevin Sens has it. He plays catch with Alex Kelsey beyond three. Bring it back to Zion Paschal. Spots up for a three. No good. Mahalchik, nope. Stout on the rebound for the Greyhounds. He's got the dribble. Alex Kelsey picks him up just outside three. Cole turned straight away three, and he drills it. The freshman with his first bucket on the night. It's 8-7 Exeter, three 15 to go here in the first. Alex Kelsey hands it off to Zion Paschal. They play catch well beyond three. A pickup high from Kajazi. Here's a jumper from Zion Paschal just inside, elbow right, and he drills it. They got to get him out of that zone that they're playing right now to get Kajazi going. <laughs> it's Zion's first bucket. He's got, of course, two on the night. The Greyhounds in the offensive stout. Stout drives on Kelsey can't get it to fall. Ultimately tries to get the rebound, but he ends up knocking it out of bounds, so it'll be Exeter ball. Alex Kelsey has the dribble. Looking over at Coach Ashcroft to set up the play. Zion Paschal comes out to get it. He plays catch back and forth. There's a high pick from Anthony Kajazi. Another elbow jumper from the right side. And Zion Paschal drills it, four points on the night. It's 12-7 Eagles, 2.20 to go here in the first. That's one way how to get him out of the zone, by keep on shooting the ball well. Colturn tried to drive, here's Stout, and Alex Kelsey blocks him. Zion Paschal on the fast break gets it to Kevin Sens. He's trying to get a bounce pass to Anthony Cachese, but it's too far for him, goes out of bounds. So Exeter tried to force the issue there on the transition. It's a turnover, it'll be Greyhound's ball. Two minutes to go here in the first. Cole Turn gets a pick up high, takes a jumper from about 15 on the right side, no good. Kevin sends with the rebound, hands it off to Alex Kelsey. Throw it cross court to Zion Paschal, dip it inside, back out to Kelsey. No good there, rebounded by the Greyhounds, Cater, Stops for a three on the left side, no good. They battle for it. Mahalchik has the rebound. Get it back out to Cater. He's looking for a backdoor cutting Mahalchik, but he's not there, so he throws the ball away. It's a turnover. It'll be Exeter ball. Yeah. It just seemed like they're a little bit panicked right now, and Exeter's speeding them up a little bit too much. Alex Kelsey has the dribble. Teddy Snyder coming over to Coach Ashgaroff, getting some instruction. Zion Paschal has the dribble far right, gets it to Teddy Snyder for a three deep right, and he drills it. His third three on the night. He's got 11 already. 105 to go in the first. Here's Cole Turn trying to get by Zion Paschal. He fights through a pick, nothing there. 
Here's a drive on the left-hand side by Mason Fogelsonger. He's able to get it off the glass with his left hand and score his first bucket. 15-9 Eagles, 45 seconds to go here in the first. Zion Paschal and Alex Kelsey play catch. There's the pickup high from Cachese. Bring it to the near side. Kevin sends for a three and he drills it. His first bucket on the night, 18-9, 25 seconds to go in the first. Colturn has the dribble. Zion Paschal tries to keep up. Here's a 10-foot jumper on the right side. Cole Turn hits it. Five points on the night for him. 18-11 Exeter. Down to 10 seconds to go here in the first. Zion Paschal has the dribble. He's going back and forth looking for the pickup high. Stops for the jumper. Rims out no good. Fogelsonger has the rebound. A last-ditch chuck by Turn. No good at the buzzer. And we've played one here in Riften. It's Exeter 18, Shippensburg 11. We will be back with second quarter action after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly. Our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now. Or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Shippensburg comes into the seeding as number 14, the last seed in order to make the 5A playoffs. And ultimately, one of those, when you take a look at some of their games, they've had some solid games, but against better opponents, they've been blown out. So we'll see if Exeter's depth doesn't wear them down. I, I, I'm thinking that Exeter's defense should probably, as the game go on, should really start cranking up a little bit more and start putting more pressure on them. Cole Turn has the inbound. The Greyhounds will start with possession here in the second. Rotating the ball beyond three. Here's Cater looks to drive on Kevin Sens in the paint, but Kevin has nothing of it. Backs it back out. Mahalchiko ultimately gets it back to Cater beyond three right side. He tries to drive, gets it to Mahalchik for a layup, then he scores. That's Mahalchik's first bucket of the night. 18-13, 7.20 to go here in the second. Exeter in the offensive set. Zion Paschal has it beyond three far left. Gets it to Teddy Snyder, cross court beyond three, but nothing there. Bring it back to Zion Paschal for a three near side, no good. Cater has the rebound for the Greyhounds. He's pushing it up court. Ultimately tries to get it inside to Drew Chamberlain, nothing there. But then Fogelsonger gets the rebound, puts it off the glass and scores. His fourth point on the night, 18-15 Exeter. Zion Paschal dribbling right. Bring it near court to Kevin Sens. He puts up the three and drills it. His second three on the night. He's got six. 
21-15 Exeter. Turn plays give and go with Mahalchik who goes in with the right hand. There's Anthony Kachese again, altering the shot and gets the rebound. A fire from Zion Paschal inside to Teddy Snyder off the glass and he scores. Great look, I'm way to see the court, man. 13 for Teddy, 23-15. Here are the Greyhounds, Alex Kelsey knocks it away. And a pass up to Zion Paschal, who runs the floor, puts it in, and gets his sixth point of the night, and we've got a timeout on the floor. 5.59 to go here in the second. It's an Eagles 10-point lead at 25-15, and we'll be, we'll be right back. That's what I meant. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Ian, one thing all season long, we've had the fortune of just finding out who is going to step up and lead the team. It can be any number of five or six players any given night in the first half so far, Teddy Snyder. Teddy Snyder is carrying us tonight. Anthony hasn't even done anything yet, but if they start coming out on Teddy, that, that inside game is going to open up for the Exeter Eagles. Aiden Dauble in the game now. Exeter comes out with a press. The Greyhounds beat it. Fogelsonger looks to drive, but as he's looking for a pass out to Chamberlain, shuffles his feet. He travels. It's a turnover. It'll be Exeter ball. Zion Paschal has the dribble right to left. Coach Ashcroft barking out the instructions. Alex Kelsey the dribble on the left-hand side. Mm -hmm. Now they get it. It's an in-out to Teddy Snyder for a three. No good. Cole Turn has the rebound. He's looking to push the issue. Paschal picks him up. Tried to get it inside to Fogelsonger, but it's an errant pass. Alex Kelsey has it. Exeter in the offensive set. Rotating it around three. They get it inside. What a pass! From Zion Paschal to Anthony Cachese, and <laughs> he puts it off the glass and scores. That's one of those reach around the player, give him a bounce pass, and there it is. Man, that, that kid just knows how to play the game right now, and he just played the game the right way. Here's Cater with a three, no good. Teddy Snyder with the rebound. 4.45 to go, it's 27-15 Exeter. Alex Kelsey looks to take a jumper, gets it back out to Teddy Snyder. Here's Aiden Dauble beyond three. Exeter doing a nice job of looking around for the pass. Here's Zion Paschal with a 20-foot jumper on the right side, and he hits it. Eight points for Zion Paschal, 29-15 Eagles, 4.20 to go. Here's Cole Turn looking to drive on Paschal, but we know what the end result of that is. 
Get it outside to Chamberlain for a three on the left-hand side, and he hits it. His first bucket on the night, 29-18 Eagles, 4.05 to go here in the second. The Eagles in the offensive set bring it back to Zion Paschal. He gets double teamed beyond three. Tries to get it out. Ultimately, what a pass. Alex Kelsey runs down the loose ball, fires it inside to Anthony Cachese for the bucket. His fourth point on the night, 31-18 Eagles. Nice job, Aiden Dauble, who comes up to double team. They get it back to Jesse Kelso for a three, no good. Alex Kelsey gets the rebound. He's fouled. See who they give it to. I believe it's going to be Jackson Stout. Actually, they give it to Mason Vogelsonger. It's his first. Now the defense is really turning the, turning the temperature up on Shippensburg right now. So let's see if they can hold up and, and stay with Exeter Eagles. Exeter in the offensive set. Zion Paschal has the dribble. Get it to Kevin Sens, who gets mm -hmm. it inside to Anthony Cachese mm -hmm. right off the glass and scores. Didn't even give the Greyhounds a chance to set up on Cachese. Sens had it in his hands, had got it inside to Cachese, puts it off the glass and has his six point. This is what happened with time. You start shooting the ball that well, it opens up the inside of the game for Anthony to move, move around. Cole Turn has it. Can you imagine being the freshman going against one of the mm -hmm. best defensive guards in the county? Mm -hmm. And there Zion Paschal gets it away from him. Kevin Sens plays catch with Zion. Gets the pick up high. Get it to Teddy Snyder for a three right side. It's short. They battle for it. Stout has the rebound for the Greyhounds. Dribbling left to right, able to cross midcourt, trying to drive on Teddy Snyder. Back it out to Chamberlain, who puts up another three, and he hits it. His second three on the night, he's got six. 33-21 Exeter. 2.20 to go here in the second. They're going to need to do a better job of closing out on Chamberlain as the game goes on. Aiden Dauble had it, gets it back to Teddy Snyder, who takes a mm -hmm. jumper from inside right elbow and hits it. Teddy Snyder, 15 first half points. 35-21 Eagles, two minutes to go here in the second. Here's a three from Cater, no good. Ultimately, though, run down by Stout. He tries to drive. They'll call the foul on Zion. It's a blocking foul. They say it's in the act of shooting, so Stout will go to the line for two. Look, they're not, they're, they're not in foul trouble right now, so that's, that's way better than what was happening on Friday night. First free throw up and good. There's a 30-second timeout, so we'll keep it right here. Ultimately, a little bit different as far as what we've been seeing right now from the Exeter offense, playing a little bit more as far as the pass up top beyond three. Anthony comes up with the high pick. And at that point, because Zion has found that 20-foot elbow jumper, they're going to that. They're going to that, and then they're, they were just trying to stay in that zone so Anthony wouldn't be able to move around. But then with Teddy's hitting jumpers, Sands is hitting jumpers, Zion is hitting jumpers. So now what you're going to do, you can't stay, keep on playing back. You have to come out on the guys. So now it's open up an inside for the Eagles. Five threes thus far for the Eagles. Three of them from Teddy Snyder, two of them Kevin Sens. 
We talk about balanced scoring. Teddy Snyder, 15. Zion has eight. Kevin and Anthony, six. So these are the types of games that you need to have to take you deep into the playoffs. It's a great way for them to come out and after Friday to come out and having a good rhythm of, of, of the good start to the game. Jackson Stout has a second. It bounces around and it drops. 35-23. Exeter has the advantage. 150 to go here in the second. They get it inside. Nice pass from Kevin. Yeah. Sends Anthony Cachese off the glass. Fouled. He'll go to the line for one. Now big man can get to work. Because now there's a whole lot of space that's going to be freeing up for him now. That's right. Those threes, the outside jumpers, have freed him up on the inside. And we've talked about the beautiful entry passes they continue oh, tonight. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's so much better than from the beginning of the season when they're having a hard time getting the pass on the inside. Kajazi hits the free throw. He's got nine. Teddy Snyder will take a seat. But then he comes right back to check in. The Greyhounds are able to get it across midcourt. Now they're passing it around three. Looked like a travel from Colturn, but they didn't call it. Still well beyond three. Bring it to Colturn. Zion Paschal bodying him up. There's nowhere to go. Mahalchik tries to set a pickup high. Nice job Kevin sends on the switch. Mahalchik now driving lane. Backs it out to Cater for a three on the left-hand side, and he hits it. Trey Cater with five points here in the first half. 38-26 Eagles. One minute to go in the second. Zion Paschal has the dribble. He gets the pick from Cachese on the left side. Puts up a three. No good, but able to run down the rebound. Fires it cross court to Kevin Sens, who's looking to drive. But as he goes up for the shot, Chamberlain contests him. Sens slides his feet. They call him for the travel. It's a turnover. It'll be Greyhound's ball. Okay, I'm like, I thought it was just a jump stop, but hey. The Greyhounds inbound it. They force the issue. Stout has it now. Get it back to Mahalchik, who puts up a three, <laughs> and somehow it falls. I'm not sure what happened to the basketball. Literally went flat against the back iron and then dropped. Five points for him. 38-29 Exeter. 25 seconds to go. Exeter most likely will hold for the last shot. Alex Kelsey with the dribble. 10 feet straight away three. Hands it off to Zion Paschal. He's looking it over. We're down to 12 seconds to go. Oh, no. They're in the offense. Kevin Sens comes off a pick. Looks inside to Anthony Cachese. Nothing there. Now Zion Paschal slips a little bit. Tries to get it back to Kevin Sens on the right side, but it's too far to his left. It goes out of bounds. So with nine-tenths of a second left, the Greyhounds will get one last chance. Here's Chamberlain firing it up. It's no good. And we go to the half with the Eagles leading 38-29. We will be back with halftime comments after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media.
Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food and supplies and so much more. Featuring all the prime brands and your pet's favorite food. They also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products. Plus, chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks too. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All of this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed. 143 Cleaver Road in Ole, on the web at olevalleyfeed.com and on Facebook. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Ian, we've played one half here at Riften. Exeter 38, Shippensburg 29. And as we recap that first half, it came out where Exeter certainly had a plan. At that point, they knew they could use Anthony inside, but at that point, they passed the ball really well, got it to the open guy. Of course, Teddy Snyder hitting those threes, Kevin Sens hitting a couple, and it's opening up with what did uh, in that second quarter for Anthony Cachese scoring nine points to take us to this nine-point lead. Absolutely. I, I think that they were very patient and not trying to force the ball into Anthony when they came out of that zone. And by Teddy being able to open the floor up by hitting three threes in that first half, it opened the court. So now Anthony can get because they have to come out and guard him and guard uh, Sands and, and Zion at some point. Something that's good to see, of course, in the Reading game, nine turnovers there in that fourth quarter, which led to the breakdown and, and ultimately that game. Seeing what we're seeing tonight, a lot of crisp passing. Now, I'm not going to say Shippensburg is on the same level as Redding, but Exeter has come a long way. If we would have taken a look at the beginning of the season to what we see now, the passes are crisp. We've talked about the entries into Anthony. They're not always easy. They're trying to double them as far as bring somebody from the front, somebody from the back end tonight. And they're getting a real quick dump into Anthony there in the second quarter. And he's turning, putting it off the glass and scoring. It's, it's hard to stop. 
they're making it easier for him to work now without trying to force everything in, 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 and they're seeing where the double team is coming from, so they're making the passes quick, 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 and so he has time to work and get his shots off. Looking at scoring from that first half for Exeter, of course, Teddy Snyder came out blazing in the first. 11 points. He finishes the half with 15. Anthony Cachese, all nine of his second quarter points. Zion Paschal ends that first half with eight. Kevin Sens with six. This is the scoring that, and, and it's one of those, it, it really does become a dead issue after a while because we continually talk about we need to have that balanced scoring. And that's exactly what we're getting, which is great to see. And again, it'll take them pretty far here in the playoffs. Well, with Teddy's confidence being built up the last three games and the way that he has played, he has played really well. So if that confidence keeps on going and with the rest of the guys stepping up and Anthony's going to get his and Kevin's going to get his, I think this team can go very far in districts. For the Greyhounds, Drew Chamberlain hit two threes and route to six second quarter points. Then you have Cole Turn, Trey Cater, Grayson Mahalchik, all with five. But again, Cole Turn being the leader of this team, five first quarter points, and the defense shuts him out in the second. Yeah, they shut him out, but I've also watched them play, and they're also down against Northern York, and they came back and play very strong defense in the second half. So Exeter has to keep this up as the game go along. A few congratulations to pass along. Seniors Anthony Cachese, Zion Paschal were both named to the All-Burks team. Congratulations to juniors Kevin Sens, Reese Garvin for being named to the All-Division team. And congratulations switching over to the girls. Junior Grace Reedy named to the all Burks team, sophomore Meredith Filippowitz, senior Rosie Laverty to the All Division II team. So congratulations to all of you. And we'll also regress to football as congratulations to Anthony Cachese for being selected to participate in the East-West Big School game on May the 21st. That is a 5 p.m. start in case you were wondering but Anthony being the only selection from Burks. So congratulations to him, and of course we wish him well uh, thereafter at the University of Delaware. We are winding down about a minute and a half. I look over at super producer Jerry. He gives me the thumbs up. So we'll send it to him for some sponsor love. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, 
our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We begin the second half here at Riften Exeter. Starting the second half with Zion Paschal, Alex Kelsey, Kevin Sens, Teddy Snyder, Anthony Cachese on the floor. They'll get the ball to start. The Greyhounds counter with Cole Turn, Trey Cater, Mason Fogelsonger, Jackson Stout, and Mahalchik. Here's Exeter in the offensive set. Kelsey almost loses it. Gets it to Kevin Sens who drives. Can't get it to fall. Cater trying to force the issue, but Kelsey picks him up. Here's Stout driving baseline. Goes underneath, but can't make the play. Tried to go under the basket off the glass, but it wasn't there. Kelsey now in the offensive set. Gets it to Sens. He's looking to drive baseline. He does. And ultimately, Fogelsonger. Fans thought he had the block. They're going to call him for the foul. It'll send Kevin to the line for two. Maybe they have to put a stranglehold on this on this team with their defense and, and take the life out of them. Kevin's first free throw up and good. Ian, did I just hear you giving fashion tips to uh, Kevin Sands as we came out of the half? Like tuck his shirt in? Yes, <laughs> telling him to tuck his shirt in. It was like the whole team came out with the shirt tucked out. <laughs> Sens hits the second. He's got eight on the night. Exeter, a soft press against the Greyhounds. They're able to get it across, bring it to the near side, back it out to Cater. He's looking for a three. Teddy Snyder picked him up. Here's a drive by Fogelsonger. Not there. A three attempt, no good. Kevin Sens gets the rebound, gets it up to Zion Paschal, who stops, puts it off the glass from 10 feet, and hits it. Zion's 10th point on the night, 42-29 Exeter. Exeter comes out with the press. The Greyhounds beat it. Fogelsonger tries to drive, gets it to Stout. They get it inside to Mahalchik, who does a nice job getting by Kachese, puts it off the glass and scores. It's Mahalchik's seventh point of the night. Exeter in the offensive set. Zion Paschal, a jumper just beyond free throw line, no good. Mahalchik with the rebound. Here's Cole Turn, but Paschal picks him up. They almost get it from him. Here's Mahalchik with a three, but that's an air ball short. Kelsey gets the rebound, gets it ahead to mm. Sens. He's looking for Teddy Snyder, but Cater uh, cuts the lane there. He's got the dribble. Thinks about a three. He's picked up by Paschal. Give it to Fogelsonger. He backs it out to Stout beyond three right side. Alex Kelsey on him. They bring it back out to Mahalchik beyond three. He's looking to drive on Sens. He does. Puts it off the glass. No good. The ball bouncing around a lot. Still bouncing. Mm. Kachese got it, but then handed it right to Cole Turn. It ends up in Calix, Alex Kelsey's hands. Jackson Stout down holding his head. That's not a good sign. The ball loose in the Exeter end ultimately goes off of Shippensburg, so Exeter will have it. But they're going to tend to Jackson Stout. It was a scramble on the floor. 
That's one of those, it essentially was volleyball right there. It probably popped up in the air five or six times. Did the kid get hit with a elbow or what, what happened there? I did not see what happened. It was one of those, the ball bouncing around following it. I think by the time, by the time Alex ended up with it, he was on the floor holding his head. So he's up, he's walking off the floor. It's good to see. Drew Chamberlain will come into the game for him. We hope he's yeah. okay. Well, Chamberlain was causing us a little bit of a problem in that second second period, so they're going to have to step out on him on the three-point shot. Exeter bringing the ball into the right of their own basket. Zion Paschal awaits the official. 5.31 to go here in the third. 42-31 Exeter. Zion looking, looking, looking. Gets it to Kevin. Sends inside. He puts a shot up and hits it. Kevin sends in double figures with 10. 44-31 Exeter. Cole Turn in the offensive set. Zion Paschal tries to break a top pick. They're rotating it around. Mahalchik has it trying to drive on Kachese. Kachese just puts his hands up and while Mahalchik's trying to do something with it, he slides his feet. He travels. He actually gave Anthony a little bit of a shoulder, too. But, you know, when you're 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, and 280? <laughs> you don't move. <laughs> it's you one of those move. nice try. Exeter in the offensive set. Zion Paschal has it. He plays give and go with Kevin Sens for a three. No good. Cole Turn has the rebound for the Greyhounds. Pushes it up to Chamberlain. He looked for a three, but Kevin Sens all over him. So that's not happening. Zion Paschal picks up turn. Here's Cater putting up a three, no good. The Greyhounds crash the boards, but it goes off of Mahalchik. So it'll be Exeter ball. Zion Paschal has the dribble. Crossing midcourt, left to right. Kevin Sens gets it inside to Anthony Cachese, who goes up under the basket off the glass and scores. Anthony Cachese, 11 points. Four Exeter players in double figures. 46-31 Eagles. Trey Cater trying to drive on mm. Kevin Sens. It looked like Kevin got ball, but they're going to call him for the foul. The shot doesn't fall. So Cater will go to the line for two. Well, it's Kevin's first. Well, their defense is, is stepping up a little bit better now. They, they, they seem like they're getting a better, better rhythm than what they were at the end of the second period. Cater's first free throw up and good. The senior has a second one coming. It's on its way. It's good. Like to see if they can get Teddy a shot right now. Seven points for Trey Ketter. 46-33, a 13-point Eagles lead. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Exeter in the offensive set. Go cross court to Alex Kelsey, who's driving on the left side. Puts it off the glass and scores. That's his first bucket on the night. A 15-point Eagles lead, 3.40 to go here in the third. 
The Greyhounds in the offensive set, passing it back and forth beyond three. Kettner looked to drive on Sens, nothing there. Here's Kettner, he gets good baseline, puts it up, no good, gets his own rebound though, looking for somewhere to outlet. Does have anything. Ultimately bounces it back out to Cole Turn, who's beyond three. Paschal all over him. Turn went up for a shot. Paschal knocked it away from him. Here's Turn looking to drive, puts it off the glass strong. No good. Cachese with the rebound. Exeter forcing the issue. Teddy Snyder with a three far side. Hits the top of the backboard. Kelso has the rebound for the Greyhounds. He's a little out of control. Gets it to Turn, who puts a jumper in just inside three right side, and he hits it. Seven points on the night for Cole Turn. A timeout on the floor. 48-35 Exeter, and we will be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Ian Teddy, Snyder 15, Cachese 11, Kevin Sens, Zion Paschal 10. The unselfishness of this team to get it to the open man continues. And it continues as the season has progressed, and, it is, and, it, and if it continues to go this way in district without the unselfish play, I think... They, it's, it's a very good team, I think. And if we get Reese back, it's going to be really potent offense. Zion Paschal in the offensive good set. Enough. Hits a backdoor cutting Kevin Sens, who's all alone off the glass, and he scores. That is a great backdoor cut by Kevin. 12 for Kevin. The Greyhounds in the offensive set. Cole Turn tried to drive on Zion. Nothing there. Here's Mahalchik thinking about driving on Kachese, but gives it up to Kelso. He drives right side on Teddy Snyder. Doesn't hit the running one-hander. Alex Kelsey driving the lane. <laughs> ultimately puts up a shot. No good. I wasn't sure if they were actually going to call the foul or not. They ultimately do. So the foul is going to be on Trey Cater. That's his first. And Alex Kelsey will go to the line for two. Now let's see if we can make our free throws. That was a... That was a problem on Friday so Alex's first is up and good okay <laughs> he'll have a second coming was the problem that they weren't making them or that there weren't enough of them I'm gonna say there weren't enough of them there weren't enough of them but those one-on-ones are critical parts of the game Kelsey hits the second he's got four Interesting you say that. Now the Greyhounds in the offensive set. Here's Chamberlain for a three, no good. Redding had 46 free throw attempts in that game. Teddy Snyder goes in with a left hand, no good, to Exeter's 10. That's an amazing number. That doesn't even make any sense to anyone. Here's 
Cater, who seemed to be a little out of control, get it back to Chamberlain for a three, no good. Alex Kelsey has the rebound. 1.35 to go in the third. Looks to get it to Zion Paschal, but it's too hot for him. Goes out of bounds, it'll be Greyhound ball. Vogelsanger comes into the game for Mahalchik. Stout comes in for Kelso. I don't understand who he was passing the ball to at that point. Well, I think, I think it actually was Zion. I think Zion was running to the corner. It just seemed to be uh, a little too, uh, too much mustard on it, shall we say. The Greyhounds in the offensive set. As he drives, Cole Turn driving to the hoop. Zion Paschal able to tie him up. So ultimately, the Greyhounds will have it based on possession. That is great defense by Zion on that play. Trey Cater looks to drive on Kevin Sens, loses the ball. Alex Kelsey has it, drives the full length of the floor off the glass and scores. Six points for him, 54-35 Exeter. Cater looks to drive on Kevin Sens, loses the ball, and there's Alex Kelsey to pick it up. The Greyhounds have good ideas. It's just a matter of they've got to control the ball all the way through. Yeah, it's just everything is just packed in on them right now, and, and it's making it hard. The defense is making it real hard for them to get anything off. Teddy <laughs> Snyder with a three straight away, and he drills it. His fourth three on the night, 18 points, 57-35. Here's Drew Chamberlain with a three. He hits it, his third. He's got nine points. We're down to 20 seconds here in the third. Expect Exeter to hold for the last shot. Well, Chamberlain is going to have to do a, had to do a lot more of that instead of just once in a while. Inside of 10 seconds, here's Zion Paschal mm. getting it inside mm. to Cachese. How that wasn't a foul, I'm not sure. But Cachese couldn't knock it down. And there at the end, Cater puts up a three on Zion. Paschal blocks it and knocks it out of bounds. So a spirited 10 seconds there. And we've come to the end of three. It's Exeter 57, Shippensburg 38. Eight more minutes to go. And we'll have them for you. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We take a look at third quarter scoring. Alex Kelsey, Kevin Sens put six in, so that takes Kevin Sens to 12, and Alex has six on the night. Teddy Snyder, of course, leading the charge with 18. Anthony Cachese now with 11. Zion Paschal with 10. How about that, if we can get five players in double figures on the evening? So Exeter will start with the ball. 
Here's a jumper from Zion Paschal inside of three. He scores. 12 points for him. It's a 21-point Eagles lead. They try to get it inside to Fogelsonger. Teddy Snyder initially knocked it away from him, but he was able to gain it back. Puts up a shot that didn't fall, but Teddy fouls him. That's Teddy's first. Fogelsonger will go to the line for two. That was good effort on the defensive end by Teddy. His first free throw is short. They'll have a second one coming. That rims in and out, no good. Anthony Cachese with the rebound. Hands it off to Kevin Sens. Trying to drive. Ultimately almost lost it, but regains it. Gets it to Zion Pagel. They're moving the ball around outside of three. Drew Chamberlain came over the top of Anthony Cachese to knock it away. It ultimately ends up in Cole Turns' hands. Bring it near side to Jackson Stout. He's back in the game. Good to see. He went out earlier after hitting the floor. He goes in, lays it off with the left hand, and scores. Six points on the night for him. And a full timeout being taken by Exeter. 6.52 to go here in the fourth. It's 59-40 Eagles. We'll be right back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Ian Exeter outscoring Shippensburg 19-9 in that third quarter to have that lead balloon. When you start cranking that defense up like they're capable of doing, this is what happens. Aiden Dauble puts up a three from the left side and drills it. Everybody getting in on the act. 62-40, his first three of the night. The Greyhounds in the offensive set. Here's Stout looking to drive on Sens. Puts up a floater, no good. Dauble has the rebound. Exeter pushing the issue, a pass ahead to Teddy Snyder's knocked out of bounds. So Exeter will retain possession. Zion Paschal got knocked down in the prior Greyhounds possession, so he wasn't too happy with that. Bring it into Teddy Snyder, fire it over to Aiden Dauble on the left. He's able to get it to Zion Paschal deep inside. Teddy Snyder puts up a three, no good. There's Anthony Cachese with the rebound. Bounce it out to Zion, who gets it to Kevin, who tries to drive the lane, but it's knocked away. Cole Turn trying to drive a fast break. Gets it to Drew Chamberlain, who's able to corral it, put it off the glass on the left hand, and score. 11 points on the night for him. 
62-42 Exeter, 5.45 to go in the fourth. Exeter in the offensive set, passing it around beyond three. Here's an errant pass from Zion Paschal to Aiden Dauble at the top. It crosses midcourt, so it'll be a turnover. Teddy Snyder takes his seat. Just a little bit sloppy with the ball the last couple of possessions. The Greyhounds in the offensive set, rotating it left to right beyond three. Stout has it, dribbling. Ultimately, Zion Paschal almost got it away from him, but as they scramble for the loose ball, they'll call Zion for the foul. It's only his second, neither team in any foul trouble. Exeter, three team fouls, Shippensburg, two. It's hard to get into your offense when you have ball pressure, a man pressuring the ball constantly in your face. The Greyhounds in the offensive set. Get it to Mahalchik. He's looking to drive on Kachese, and all Anthony has to do is slide with him, and Mahalchik thinks otherwise. Trying to drive lane here, hands it off to Trey Cater. Cater drives on Sens, can't get it. There's a hand on it. Exeter has it. Aiden Dauble drives, gets it to Kevin Sens for a 10-foot jumper from the right side, and he hits it. Kevin Sens, 14 points on the night, 64-42 Exeter. Here's Cole Turn with a three straightaway, no good. Zion Paschal with the rebound. He's got the dribble. 4.25 to go here in the fourth. Here's Alex Kelsey with a three from the near side, and he drills it. Alex Kelsey with nine. He would be the fifth player. He just player. fouled him. Intentional foul, and he didn't even blow the whistle. <laughs> well, Cole Turn had it, ultimately got pushed. That kid's a ruffian. Yeah, okay, the coach told him to foul him. He fouled him, and the guy didn't blow the whistle. Unlike Redding game, they blew the whistle every time. <laughs> Anthony Cachese coming out of the game to a nice ovation. Josh Terman comes into the game for him. The Greyhounds bring it in. Reed Gedick ultimately gets it to Jackson Stout for a three, no good. Gedick able to save it, but right to Aiden Dauble. Here's Exeter. They try to force the issue, but Zion Paschal's pass goes off Trey Cater's foot. So Exeter will retain. They'll bring it in from the side. Jesse Kelso comes into the game. Mason Fogelsonger. Jackson Stout comes out. Grayson Mahalchik comes out. As does Trey Cater. So that's basically the white flag from yeah. Chippensburg. Yeah. yeah, at some point, Coach Ashcroft is going to have to definitely empty his bench out. Here's a three from... Zion, Paschal, deep right, and he drills it. Yeah. 15 points, Zion Paschal, and a 30-second timeout on the floor. We've got 30, excuse me, 340 to go here in the fourth. 70-42 Exeter. And Ian, talk about the defense clicking, the offense clicking as well. 
you put both sides of that ball. Oftentimes you might get one and maybe half of the other. They've got each going tonight, and it's working. And it's definitely just they're just locked in on the offensive end and the defensive end, especially in the second half of this game. The defense really came out and put a lot of pressure on, on Shippensburg to be able to make simple plays, and they just could not do it. So about four minutes to go here in the fourth. The starters played about half of the quarter. Exeter allows four points. Yeah, they allow four points. And Shippenberg really hasn't even turned the ball over that much. It's just a solid defense that Exeter has been playing. Here's Reed Gettick tries to drive, backs it back out. There's a pickup high. He's looking to drive. He goes baseline, but Alex Kelsey able to catch up. Drew Chamberlain, as he's been doing all night long, puts up a three and hits it. He's got 14. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Here's a steal, and ultimately Mason Fogelsonger is able to take it the length of the floor. He's got six. 70 to 47, three minutes to go here in the fourth. Devin Nestor in the game. Jaden Ware in the game. Aiden Dauble gets it inside to Alex Kelsey, who's trying to break down Reed Gettick. And ultimately, I think they'll call it on the floor. They'll call Gettick for the foul. It won't be in the act of shooting. Andrew Bauer now comes into the game for Aiden Dauble. Alex gets it into Ware, who gets Back to Alex, he's trying to drive. Three guys slapping all over the place, but no foul. This is one of those where apparently McDonald's is calling. Isn't that a That's travel? A thank yeah, you. thank you. Wow. So <laughs> Drew Chamberlain driving paint on the right side, ultimately fell, slid about 15 feet, and we had to wait until they actually were going to call the travel. Weren't quite sure there for a second. Yeah. No arm went up right away. <laughs> So 2.20 to go here in the fourth. Exeter will just close it out. Andrew Bauer looking to drive. Gets it back to Jaden Ware. He mm. drives left side. Ultimately can't get it to fall. Aiden Dauble battles for the rebound. It goes off Shippensburg. Brady Murray will come into the game for Exeter. We'll take, uh, we take somebody Exeter out. Exeter has six on the floor. Josh Terman ultimately comes out. Gets it into Andrew Bauer, back to Murray. Aiden Dauble now trying to drive on the left side. Ultimately makes a nice baseline move. Can't get it to fall, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Let's see who they give it to. The foul goes to Mason Fogelsonger. That's his third. I don't understand the substitution. Why don't you just take um, Dauble out and just keep Josh in? Dobble's first free throw up and good. His fourth point on the night. One more coming for the freshman. It's on the way, and it's good. Josh Terman now coming back in for Aiden Dobble. There we go. So it's musical chairs. I think <laughs> we'll finish out the final two minutes with what's on the floor right now. Brady Murray, Josh Terman, Jaden Ware, 
Devin Nestor and Andrew Bauer. Good hands. Nice hands Good hands. by Ware, knocking the ball away. Josh Terman has it. Get it back to Andrew Bauer for a three. No good, but Ware with the rebound. Gets it to a cutting Terman, but he can't get it to drop. The Greyhounds come up with the rebound. Gedick looking to drive. Ultimately able to put it in off the glass with the left hand, but there's a foul on the floor. So the Greyhounds will bring it into the right side of the bucket. It'll be Ware's first. Josh has got to finish that layup for the little for the young freshman there. Come on, man. That was a C pass. Here's a three from the right side from Kelso. No good. Exeter has the rebound. Ware with the dribble left to right. Crosses midcourt. Murray puts a three up right away on the left side. No good. Fogel Songer has the rebound for Shippensburg. Gets it to get it. We're at 115 to go here in the fourth. Drew Chamberlain thinks about a three, gives it up to get it. Josh Terman guarding him. He looks to go baseline. And ultimately, I guess they called Josh Terman with something. <laughs> I guarantee you that was not where, you know, maybe that was called in the Reading game, but I don't know. I wasn't there. Here's Gedick trying to drive on Ware. Puts it up with the left hand. Can't get it to go. Kelso gets the rebound. Can't get it back. Terman has the rebound. He's pushing it up. Andrew Bauer spots up for a three. No good. And the Greyhounds come down with the rebound. We're 35 seconds to go here in the fourth. 72-47 Eagles. So the number three seeded Eagles will dispatch the number 14 seeded Shippensburg Greyhounds. Well, they came in, didn't, didn't come out flat, came out and handled their business, and moving on to the next round. A Greyhound shot doesn't fall. Josh Terman has the dribble. We wind down, five seconds, and there's our buzzer. The final from Riften, Exeter 72, Shippensburg 47. Ian and I will be back with post-game comments after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. Boom, 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 boom. Gonna shoot you right down. Right off of your feet.
Allstate Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. Ole Valley Feed is the area's best place for pet food, supplies, and so much more. Featuring all of the prime brands and your pet's favorite food, they also have a customer loyalty program that can pay you back in free pet food on many products, plus chew toys, grooming supplies, and snacks. Ole Valley Feed carries a full line of bird food and suet, as well as coal and wood pellets to keep you warm this winter, which are available for delivery. All this in unmatched customer service. That's Ole Valley Feed, 143 Cleaver Road in Ole. On the web at OleValleyFeed.com. And on Facebook. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Ian wrapping up this evening's 72-47 Exeter victory. They came out ultimately using Anthony as the decoy. They came inside to him. In fact, they even didn't go inside very often, but the passes were crisp, finding the open man, Teddy Snyder, of course, blistering there in that first quarter, 11 points, and Exeter was off and running. And Teddy came out smoking. I'm like, he knew that, he knew that Reese was out. He knew that they were trying to sink down on Cachese, and Zion and Alex and Kevin found him. And one time you start hitting those threes to open up the rest of the game for the rest of your teammates, it just makes everything just goes a lot easier for them. Exeter then comes out in the second quarter and does what we would expect them to do. Now it becomes, let's feed the big man inside. They don't have an answer for him. He scores nine points. And ultimately, they move to that 38-29 halftime lead. Yeah, I'm like, when that court opens up, because they want to play the zone, and you're hitting three-pointers, they're going to have to come out and close out on you. So that, that means Anthony's inside all by himself on little Chamberlain or whoever else is guarding him, and there's no way they can handle him down there. So it's just a, he's just a big man, that, and he's a big deal right now for us. He absolutely is. So we go to the half, as I mentioned, 38-29. Teddy had 15 by that point. Anthony had nine, of course, off and running. You come out in the third, as we mentioned, holding Shippensburg to nine points, outscoring him by 10. That's ultimately where the blowout starts, if you will. 
but then again, your four players are in double figures at that point. Teddy Snyder, 18. Anthony had 11. Kevin, 12. Zion with 10. You can't beat a team in most cases with that kind of scoring. When you have everybody and they're playing so unselfishly that no one feels, like, okay, we're not going to make that pass. They're always trying to make it. Even some of the bad turnovers that they have, they're still trying to look for their teammates to get, but they're not playing, oh, i got to do everything by myself. So if they continue to do that, and, and which they have done all season, which I don't see anything changing, I think that this team has a very sky high limit to go. Looking at final scoring, Teddy ends the night with 18, Zion 15, Kevin 14, Anthony 11, Alex one away from making it five in double figures, nine, Aiden Dauble adds five, one, two, three, four, five, six different players scoring. <laughs> An absolute fantastic evening. We are joined by Coach of the Year, Matt Ashcroft, first off. I know as far as accolades, they're nice, and you have other things in mind, but congratulations on a fantastic honor. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. So we take a look at what happened tonight, and, and the first thing that when we look at the final stat sheet, balance scoring. We've been talking about how necessary it is all year long. Didn't necessarily see it early in the season, about mid-season, three quarters, they gelled. They start looking for each other. Almost five players in double figures tonight. Tell us about it. They're unselfish and they love each other. That's a pretty nice recipe. Uh, and, and we have guys that, it's every guy. They All they care about is that final score at the end of the night. And, uh, you know, tonight, Alex, Teddy, Zion, a different guy seems to step up every single night. And it's not just on the offensive, on the offensive end of the floor. Um, they've just been unbelievable this year, man. We're so proud of them. And it's unselfishness. That's all it is. And they love each other. So you take a look at Shippensburg. Cole Turn, who obviously a, a freshman, has a lot of talent out there. You hold them to seven points. And, of course, Zion, we had been talking about his defense. Of course, the offense has come around now. A, a sweet jumper, as I've seen in Burks in, in, in a little while. But he takes it personally. He comes out there and says, I'm going to set the tone. And I'll tell you what, everybody else steps up. He does. He's vicious, man. He's our floor general. He's our quarterback. Tonight we started two quarterbacks mm -hmm. with Alex Kelsey. You know, we, we, uh, we love playing two-point guards out there on the court. Uh, but Zion, Alex, I mean, they're our guys. They make us go. And you talk about they are the consummate two-way players. They play both ends of the court all night long for 32 minutes. I mean, they're a coach's dream. When, you know, you, you talk about, you know, a lot of coaches out there have players who can light it up. And they just don't give in. They take breaks defensively. Our, we just don't have that. We don't have that. And Alex and uh, Alex and Zion, they start us in the backcourt, and everybody else seems to follow suit. So, Coach, after the game on Friday, what do you, what was your message to your team about how they come out tonight and how they play tonight? <laughs> it was a tough one. Um, it was, you know, go take your time, go get a good meal. Think about it until midnight. Go home. Get a good night's sleep. You have off Saturday. Go get some sunshine. It was sunny and 46 on Saturday. Go walk the dog. We told them that. Go get away from basketball for a day. Well, that worked until about 11 o'clock when Zion and Alex, Kevin, is there a fourth to Teddy? F four or five of the kids texted me and said, Coach, we got to get in the gym. 
Uh, so we opened the gym at 8.30 on Saturday night for an hour, for an hour just optional shoot-around on Saturday night. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, we, I wanted them to get away from the game for, for a day, but these kids are gym rats. They love the game. They love spending time together. Um, Kevin couldn't even stay the whole time. He showed up for about a half an hour, and he said, hey, I just wanted to – I have – a late dinner with my family. I just wanted to. I just wanted to come and give everybody a hug and tell them I love them. And and you know we're gonna make a deep run here. Um, so I mean it was. It's just neat. They love spending time together. And uh, Sunday was much of the same. We want to. We want to control the glass. And one of the biggest messages that we had was Reese's last two games prior to Reading because he didn't finish the game. He had 20 points and 13 rebounds against Ole. He had seven points and 12 rebounds against Burks Catholic. I mean, that's a six foot three kid averaging 12 and a half boards a game. Over the, he's just been unreal on the glass. So we said to a man, you must average, you must have between three and five more rebounds per guy than what your average is on the season. I think many guys did that tonight, um, and, and we talked about it. Cheese and Alex and Zion and, and Ke- they were amazing on the glass. Um, so the biggest thing was. You know, we miss Reese's sweet, sweet shot. We, we, miss him, we miss him defensively, but boy, do we miss him on the boards. And we gang rebounded tonight. That was the biggest thing. So tell us about the game plan coming into tonight because it wasn't necessarily what we would have thought as far as against Burke's Catholic feeding Anthony, feeding Anthony. We started hitting Teddy yeah. Snyder, yeah. drilling him from the outside. Kevin Sens drilling him from yeah. the outside. And then in the second quarter, so you know what? Now you got to come out just like you were talking about. The zone has to come out to us. Yep. Now we can go ahead and attack. I thought we were patient. Um, now, Darren, to, to your point, our our game plan is always to feed the big fella. So that was our game plan. You got to give you got to give credit to to, to to coach. They took that away. They, they they were willing to live with contested jump shots. And my goodness, give our guys credit, including especially Teddy Snyder. He stepped up and hit big time shot after big time shot. Um, because, yeah, they, they said we're not going to let Anthony beat us, and they did not do that for the better portion of the game. Then when they came out of the zone, we were able to get into our half-court sets, some of our ball screen action, um, some of our screen-to-screener, some of our high-low action, and then we fed the, the big guy. We fed Anthony. But um, in that zone, boy, did they pack that in. It was very compact. It was aggressive, and they rebounded well out of it. So um, credit to Coach for taking away our strength. Credit to our guys for stepping back up and adjusting. So now you go into Thursday's game. Mm-hmm. It's Redland and let's see. Milton Hershey. Milton Hershey, the 11, and Redland is the 6. Yep. So depending on which it is, do you approach that game any differently? Depending, obviously, the number 14 seed coming in tonight, do you approach that game any differently? I don't think so. Our message to our kids is if, if, if you're in the playoffs, you've done something right. There's a reason that you're in the playoffs. Redland's had some had some had an up and down season they've had some big time upset wins down the stretch and milton hershey has been consistent they've been steady eddie all year long i think they finished at 18 and 4 or 17 and 5 um and uh the last night of the regular season uh they ended up winning their they went up winning their their league championship their league title so both teams are excellent there's a reason they're in the playoffs you know we're uh, we'll be ready for both we'll be ready for both Fantastic. Ian, anything else you want to follow up with? No, 21 season since 1983. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's congratulations on that, man. I'm like, your, your, your boys have really been playing really well. So how do you Thank feel you. about that? I've, well, you know, I, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, like I said, they're, they're, they're all well and good. The neatest thing about this is we tell our guys, just win the day. So tonight, today we won the day. Tomorrow we want to win the day at practice. Wednesday win the day of practice, and then win the day Thursday. If we keep winning the day, 
we want to we want to get as much out of the season. We want to spend as much time together as possible. If you look, the season ends in five weeks. We want to we want five more weeks of this basketball season. It's been that much fun. Um, so that's the neatest thing about you know the wins are great, um, but we're just we're, this has allowed us to spend more and more time together. Um, these kids are having a blast. Okay, Ian, just like I'm sorry, Coach, just yeah. like Ian said, 39 seasons since the last 20 win season here at Exeter. Congratulations. We appreciate your time. Thank you, guys. Hey, it's Good like, luck and, the and rest of the way. And it's all the kids, man. They, they've been unbelievable. They've yeah. gelled a bunch of juniors and seniors, um, you know, around around basically Aiden Dobble and Jaden Ware, and they've been unbelievable. Yeah. So thanks for all you guys do. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Coach, thank thanks. you for your time. Go enjoy it. Thank you, guys. We'll see you <laughs> Thursday. All yes, right. Take see care. You. Congratulations. Thank you. Mrs. Jordan, have a good night. All right, we are back in the Exeter Sports Network booth. I look to Jerry to solidify what potentially could be happening on Thursday. I can't find a score. Okay. So I was just looking for a score. I all can't right. Find it. So we don't know yet. Is it something that we might be involved with on Thursday? Oh, we're going to be playing or we're going to be broadcasting. That's yeah. what I was asking. Okay, I yeah. know we're going to be playing. Oh, dude, we we're tonight. in all the way. All right. Well, I had been, of course, Mr. Vacation. So Mr. Vacation Still getting my not. feet wet yes. as to what, where we're at coming back. Yes. Oh, no, we're in. We're in as far as we can take them. Okay. Fantastic. Yeah. So we will get that information. Take a look at Jerry Gelliff Media, and we will find out as far as who has won between Milton Hershey and Redland as soon as we can so yeah. that ultimately, of course, we know who our opponent will be Thursday, 7 o'clock, right here in Rifton on the Exeter Sports Network. The feeling is, though, it's going to be Milton Hershey. It's the better team, right? Well, uh, you know what? It's a 6-11. It's kind of like mm -hmm. March Madness. When you start getting around 6-11, 5-12, mm -hmm. anything can happen. It becomes then, very even. Yeah, it, it just it's crazy how those numbers ultimately work out. So 6-11, yeah, you're thinking the 6 should win, but you never know. Right. You never know. So how are you doing, Jerry? I'm doing real well. You know, I loved the uh, we had a good week without you. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm not sure what message that sends, but I'm glad to hear that. I, you know, I was so impressed with uh, what the coach did here and what he told us. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask you guys, who's the man? I'll tell you what. It, one of the things that, and I say one of them, he was there with Snip Esterly, all right, as far as winning that championship. Yep. That goes a long way. You know what it takes as far as to get from point A to point B to point C. You've got the feeling. You know the talent. You know the work ethic that's required in order for something like that to happen. So having that background, that's invaluable. You, you can't put a price tag on it. You know, you can watch Michael Jordan. I, I, I admire Michael Jordan again. He certainly had the talent and everything else, but he had the drive. Mm -hmm. He had that mental just capacity to put it in overdrive and say, this is where I need to get to, and that's what Coach has behind him. And those players are responding. Absolutely, they are. I'm like, it's, it's a clear message. Like, we're a team, we're a family, and that's the way they're playing right now. You know, it's unselfish basketball, and if they continue to do that, I think, like I said, I think they can actually win districts or get to the district finals. 
you mentioned it, you've got to have your players buy in. Mm -hmm. You can be the greatest coach on the planet, a.k.a., and I'm, I say this in jest, Doc Rivers, but if you don't have everybody on the Sixers buying into your program, I don't care what kind of superstars you have, Joel Embiid and, of course, you know whatever you want to surround them with, Harden, if they don't buy in, I don't care what you're going to try to sell them because at that point, you're a mediocre team. Exactly. So, well, well score. Milton Hershey, 75. Uh, who is their opponent? Redlands, yep. 48. So there you go. The sixth seed, Milton Hershey. Is that a, that's the final? That's the final. Okay. Let's so go. Milton Hershey will be the team Exeter faces. The number six seed versus the number three seed. Thursday night here at Rifton. Hear it on Jerry Gellif Media. Channel One. Did I get that right? You did. All right. You got it right. I had to. Yeah, we will be here, and uh, this is getting to be fun. It absolutely is. Watching, watching Exeter, these kids progress from the beginning of the year to now. Mm -hmm. It is so fulfilling because at the beginning of the year, again, the question is. Prior year, last year, Colin Payne, he was the 18, 20-point scorer a night, and you didn't have anybody else, maybe you know, 9 or 8 or 5 or something like that. And it, it was a challenging year. Coming into this year, it's, well, who's going to take charge? We don't have that single player who's going to post 18. Now, what we're finding out is any given player can post 18, 20, and 22, and 25 a night. And with a great supporting cast, look out. Yes, they're, they're a dangerous team. I'm like, and the way they play defense is makes them even more dangerous because they we've played we've played Milton Hurton last year in the, in the first round of districts, and it, it was a battle. So it's going to be another test on Thursday to see what Exeter can do. And we we talk about the defense, of course, as Ian gets the majority of the print, if you will, mm -hmm. or the talk, whatever the case is. Kevin sends out there when you take a look and Teddy Snyder when you take a look at guys trying to drive the paint the slide off mm -hmm. you know if somebody comes out trying to set a high pick Zion of course can try mm -hmm. to fight through you know Alex is out there they do an incredible job of communication of sliding of visually seeing as far as what needs to be done and just inherently reacting to it and that's stuff you really can't teach. No, you can't teach that. I'm like, and the, the, their communication is so, on the back end, they talk so well. Like, okay, I'm switching over. And, you, and they, they can hear, they say they can hear each other. I'm like, when they are, they're talking, usually they don't hear. But I'm like, they say they can hear each other one time they're talking to one another. And their switches are just flawless. Just absolutely incredible. Of course, they did a great job of Cole Turn tonight. He only scores seven. I would assume seeing his game and mm -hmm. watching some video, probably in double figures mm -hmm. as far as scoring average. But Zion got on his chest all night long and frustrated the freshman, and he never found his rhythm. But how many people have you done it to? Gaines, um, Zimmel. I'm like, he's done it to so many different people along the season. So I, it doesn't even surprise me anymore. So I expect that from him. When you have someone coming off your bench and leading the team with 14, as Drew Chamberlain did, mm -hmm. putting up four threes, yeah. you know it's probably, probably, without anybody else in double figures, it's been a rough night. It's going to be a long night, you know, so 
So let's go. Let's get another one more on Thursday, Eagles. Let's go. All right. So Thursday it is right here on the Exeter Sports Network, just as we have been all season long. We are excited to bring it to you. Jerry, any final words on the evening? Let's go, Eagles. Let's go, Eagles. Ian. Let's go, Eagles. Let's go, Eagles. Well, friends, that is all from Riften. Tonight's final, Exeter 72, Shippensburg 47. Again, thank you, Ian. Thank you, Jerry. I am Darren. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network, and have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of PIAA Playoff Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at pennstatehealth.org and the new Birdies Inn. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gallup Media. Good night.